Girl Tries Life podcast where we show you that women are capable of absolutely incredible things with the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith. I am a stress reduction coach, and I'm all about helping you significantly reduce your stress so you can actually enjoy your daily life. Imagine that. Okay, so today's podcast guest, I'm super excited about. I feel like I've been saying this a lot lately that I like find my guests on Instagram, but I truly found this guest on Instagram. So her name is Danielle Drioso, Danny, and she is a voice and leadership coach. And I think I found her through a friend of a friend of a friend kind of on on Instagram. And what I loved was she is all about helping you express yourself. How can you actually take yourself to that next level of self-expression? And if you've been following her on Instagram or if you've been seeing what she's up to, she has this incredible book and program coming out all about helping you overcome your fears, take action, and stop apologizing for living your dream. And it's called Get Off Your Ass and Into Your Life. Now, if you listen to the very end of the episode, I'm actually going to be giving you a code to get you a special discount uh, towards Danny's program. And it is a heck of a code because trust me, you're not going to get this price again. Okay, so things that Danny and I talk about. So whether you're a business owner or an aspiring speaker, or you simply want your voice heard more in the workplace, Danny's got you covered with her no BS advice. We talk all about the neighbors upstairs, how to balance your introvert, extrovert nature with your brand. Uh, We talk about energetic allergies, which is a really interesting conversation. And that push pull that we all kind of have of not wanting to stand out and yet wanting to be seen and recognized. A topic that we also do a deep dive into includes how to sell authentically as a small business owner. So beware, (laughs) there is a decent amount of swearing in this episode. If that's not your thing, perhaps this is not the episode for you. We also had so much to discuss that I have had to split this episode up into two. So, but don't worry, it is 100% worth it. So the next episode will come out next week. And again, listen to the end of the episode for the discount code to get you into the program. Now, the Girl Tries Life podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, which is powered by ATB. Now, from an ATB perspective, I did want to let you know, I know I've talked a lot about ATBX before. They're actually shifting how they're doing ATBX this fall. So they're actually going to be looking less at startup companies and more at growth stage companies. So if you've been generating some revenue, if you've been in business for like a year or more and you've got some some of that experience under your belt and you really want to take things to the next level, then I would give ATBX a try. It's going to be a really interesting shift. So you can always check that out at atb.com forward slash ATBX. Now, given that so much of today's episode is about teaching, teaching you a topic, Danny talks about how she teaches in classes. I did want to share a little promo clip from a fellow Alberta Podcast Network member, the Ed Podcast. So take it away. The show you're listening to right now is a member of the Alberta Podcast Network. You know what? So is Ed. It's a podcast about the teaching life. Teaching can be a lonely profession, but Ed is out to change that. Each week I connect with an educator about the things that are important to them, whether it's tech, the power of failure, LGBTQ issues, or anything else. You can find Ed on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. Ed, a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Okay, thank you so much. So without further ado, we are going to head into the episode.
Well, thank you so much, Danny, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, you are welcome. And thank you for having me. We're in this like fancy space at Work Nicer. So shout out to Work Nicer. Yeah, it's so bougie. Like <laughs> it's so nice. Normally I'm on my couch at home with yes, my cat, totally. <laughs> like headphones, garbage trucks going down the street. But today it's all like fancy dance. Right? Today I have yeah. pants on. So like, oh my God, so fancy. <laughs> We're winning. Right? <laughs> We're really winning. Yeah. Okay. So if people don't know who you are, maybe let's start with like that. Who's Danny? Yeah. Who is Danny? Existential uh, question. <laughs> wow. Who is Danny? I don't know now. Um, I'm Danny. I'm a voice and leadership coach and, oh, can I swear? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I should have asked that We'll before. just put explicit. Yeah, literally. Sorry, guys. Very explicit. If you have littles, maybe put in headphones. Mm-hmm. Would be a valuable thing to tell you. Yeah. Um, just because I kind of say whatever comes out of my mouth, which is part of what I teach on. So I'm a voice and leadership coach, and I help entrepreneurs really own the fuck out of who they are, unfiltered, unleashed, and speak on stages and get their messages to the masses and be able to fulfill their actual dreams without the rules that society kind of places on us or the self-imposed rules that we place on ourselves based on how we are raised and all that jazz. But I love, love, love teaching personal branding, voice work, uh, leadership, all things getting your work to everyone who needs it without apology and without justification. And I, and I love that description. And part of it is also because I think if someone just sees a title, like voice coach, they probably think like, they're like, dear God, don't make me sing. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I won't. Don't worry. Don't make me sing. And like, I will make you sing. So, okay. The women that, is it women and men or primarily women? Primarily women. Just because I love this aspect that a lot of women have, that they have this like self-imposed and societally imposed idea of too muchness yeah no matter what and like too much or not enoughness so I really riff on that but I've worked with men too in the past so it's kind of like open to um any gender any identifying gender but definitely females are where it's at yeah so when they're coming to you what is it they're typically like struggling with what is because I find like I mean I do a different kind of coaching but I find people come in with this problem and you realize oh your problem's actually over here Totally. A lot of people come because it's so funny because one of the questions that you sent me, we're going to riff on this, I'm so excited for it. But a lot of people come to me and they're like, I'm just so shy. I'm just so shy. I'm not like you. I'm shy and I'm introverted and I'm shy. So therefore I need your help to not be. And I'm like, oh my God, this is my favorite thing to talk about (laughs) because it has nothing to do like your I call it your volume knob of how much you allow yourself to be fully expressed. Mm -hmm. So I, and I call it the neighbors upstairs. So think you're like in an apartment and you have some neighbors upstairs who are just like cranky. Okay. So that's like the thoughts in your head and you turn up the volume on who you are. And those neighbors upstairs are like, bang, 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 keep it down. (laughs) And those neighbors are either, it can be anything from just ideas of stuff that you picked up when you were maybe bullied in middle school, or maybe you saw your, parents go through something and you're like oh I'm not allowed to do that because that that means that if I talk about my feelings and they get shut down therefore I'm not loved so you just pick up these things in your environment or it could literally be your mom being like are you really gonna wear that lipstick out (laughs) that's my mom by the way guys She's like, she knows I can talk about her all the time she's like stop talking about me on podcast (laughs) like but it's so funny because she's like 
do you really need to wear that lipstick? Like, is that really? what you get her for Christmas? Is like passive aggressive lipstick? Oh my God, I wish. <laughs> no, but it's so funny. But I put her on my Instagram a lot and she gets really mad. I'm like, mom, say what you just said to me. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, like those are the neighbors upstairs and they're like, boom, 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 keep it down. Or they say, wow, that's your, you're too much or you're too quiet or you're too shy or you're too mm-hmm. whatever. And then what you do is you're like, uh oh, okay, so if I turn up the volume on who I am in this relationship or in my personal branding or I post something on the internet, my mom sees it, or I'm at a family event and someone asks me about my business and I talk too much about it or I'm too open with it or someone asks me what I'm charging, then I get backlash. So therefore, that's not okay for me to be like that. That's not okay for me to be who I am. So I'm going to cap this volume knob at this specific like volume Mm -hmm. on how much I allow myself to be fully expressed. And so we have that around certain people. We have that around certain relationships, certain parts of our business. And it's so funny because people come in and they're like, Danielle, I'm so shy. Like I'm so introverted. I'm so shy. And when I get to know them, this is my favorite story. I had a previous client of mine. She was super, super introverted. She was very shy. She was very soft-spoken as well. And so she had this idea that like because she was soft-spoken, because she was shyer, because she was more introverted, that she couldn't be successful because she saw me getting success and she equivalated that? Oh, equivalated, I don't know. Whatever that word Equivocated? is. that? I, I don't know. know. We're making <laughs> shit up. <laughs> the word, insert. That <laughs> word that I'm making up right now. Anyways, equivalent to. There yes. we go. Okay. <laughs> Please do not edit this out. This is <laughs> so raw. So this is exactly caffeine. what my life is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, caffeine, yeah. So she pretty much said, okay, that you being successful because you're loud and vibrant and bold and you swear on the internet means that I can't be because I'm not like that. And one person's success has nothing to do with how successful you can be. Like yeah. you are, your success is inevitable. It's fucking inevitable when you decide it is. And it already is. Like you're given all these experiences in your life, all these training tools, everything in your life literally has stacked up to create the most success in your life. So if you look at me and you're like, this person is successful because of this, right? You're discrediting every single part of who you are that makes you successful and makes your success inevitable. So we were driving and I worked with her for like six months, I feel. And then she ended up coming to my retreat, my Unleash the Voice retreat last year. And I'm in the car with all the girls and we're heading down to the mountains because we did some voice work and energy work in the mountains which was cool (laughs) but we were sitting in the car and of course first thing that I ask is I'm like what's everyone's deepest fear like what's like the scariest (laughs) thing you've done and then another one was like what's the coolest thing you've done so everyone goes around they're like the deepest fear is like like the ocean is mine um and then some people were like like dying in your sleep and all these like weird things and then I went to what was the coolest part about like your life like what's the coolest thing you've ever done and it goes to my previous client, the super quiet, introverted, shy one. And she's like, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't really have a cool life. Like a couple months back, I jumped out of a plane and like, I can't believe, I can't remember where it was, but she's like, yeah, like I, I've gone skydiving and, you know, I hike these epic mountains things and, and all this stuff that I do. I'm like very outdoorsy and I just like love hiking and jumping out of planes and I'm an adrenaline junkie. And I'm like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> what? I was like. Do you realize how cool you are? Yeah. All these parts of her that she's like, oh, but they're not that. So they're not, yeah. equi- they're not good enough. Like they're not glittery and pink and, and fancy. Like her colors and her tones were very earthy and she likes to hike and she likes to jump out of planes yeah. and all that stuff. And she teaches on finance and she's very soft-spoken. And I'm like, mm, 
Just want to point out that that's your power center right there. Yeah. I don't hike. I went to Grassy Lakes and I was like, God, that was hard. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm like, the, it's the funniest part is watching someone come to me and be like, Danny, I want to be more like you. And I'm like, no, you don't. You want to mm -hmm. be more like you, but you just want permission to be more like you. So a lot of yeah. the things that people come to me with are like, I want to be more visible, bolder, louder, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of it is me teaching them how to come back home to who they are and master their own magnetism. So someone like that, um, yeah. if you like, I mean, one of the questions I had for you is sort of like introvert versus extrovert. Um, cause just from what I have seen on the internet and the yeah. internet's so true, I would can, I would consider you an extrovert. No way. No, no yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. I think shocked. I fall in the ambivert. Like I feel truly in the middle, like, and totally. I really vibe off other people's energy. So like being here with you, like I feel more energetic and outgoing than I would normally be. Being at home, I'm quite happy to be like nice and quiet and chill totally. and like leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like that's, but for introverts who maybe like feel that they do some cool stuff, is it, do they have to share that? Is that important to your brand? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do with it? Yeah. When you're what? an introvert, like how do you share your voice in a way that doesn't feel like you're just throwing it out there? Okay, so for everyone listening who identifies very strongly with an introvert, you might hate me with my answer, and that's totally cool. Have a little temper tantrum, punch a pillow. Um, you don't have to love me, but I'm going to be very, very blunt with okay. my opinions on it, which is I believe that we are made of water and we are fluid. There's a Rupi Carr um, poem that I – it's my favorite thing in the world. It says, of course I'm emotional. I'm made of water, and I love it because it's so true. But for me, I think of it like – you are fluid because you are made of water. So a lot of people are identified with either one or the other. And they're like, that's who I am. And, and, and I have to, if I'm an extrovert, I have to share everything, like vomit mm -hmm. my soul on the internet. And if I'm an introvert, I can't share anything or I have to share stuff that makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So we either put ourselves into the box of what we think we identify with these words and they we make them mean everything about us. Yeah. And so that's what I don't really believe in. Like I strongly believe that yes, you can either be energized with energy of going out and like being extroverted and being with others or recharge being introverted and being by yourself. I personally am all of the above. And a mm. lot of people I think would be surprised about that, especially like knowing me and, and being with me in person yeah. and seeing me on the internet. But I, I've been talking about this thing. I don't know if you saw it, but I talked about energetic allergies yeah. the other day. So, so this is what I identify as like an energetic allergy is the stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable and not uncomfortable in the fact of like, I feel a little uncomfortable and this is stretching me, but the fuck that shit moments. Yeah. And for me, when I start to realize that I have these energetic allergies, it's when I'm traveling too much mm -hmm. and I don't spend enough time at home. When I do back-to-back -back speaking gigs. Yeah when I rely on M&Ms and coffee to get me <laughs> through the day, um, when I'm not moving my body and I stay at home for too long mm -hmm. and my energetic allergy, quote unquote, reactions are, I turn into this like really, really cynical gremlin, yeah. which is polar opposite of who I am. But I'm like, the world sucks and everything sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, then things start to happen because my energy is so wonky. Like someone sat right next to me at the airport <laughs> where my bags were. And I'm like, dude, I saved that spot because I don't want to be around people. And yeah. there was millions of spots open at this terminal. And she just put my bag down and sat down. And I'm like, <sighs> like, <laughs> just, like, like a little angry gremlin. And yeah. then I like try to like 
soothe myself with emotional eating and all these things that are just symptoms of me not honoring my energetic allergies. Yeah. So having said that, going back to the original question, if you feel some points you are totally introverted and you don't want to share certain things, you don't fucking have to. Mm-hmm. There is this idea in the a lot of online coaching industry that is like, if you don't bare your soul and cut yourself open yeah. and be like, here's my heart, that you're not quote unquote doing it right. Yeah. Or the other flip side is if you don't have a curated persona, you're not doing it right. And I think that's all just BS. Yeah. And you are allowed to be fluid. So sometimes you'll see me share super vulnerable stuff. Sometimes you'll see me share stuff that's very like poetic and yeah. and very like artsy and uh, deep, right? And sometimes you'll hear me talk about like Nicki Minaj on the internet, and it's, I see a lot of peaches, right? Oh my god, there's so many peaches because of the get off your ass and into your life thing. We'll talk yeah. about that after. So those are the peaches and twerking unicorn gifs. Yeah, are my go-to. Yeah, <laughs> and people think about like. You know what warms my heart? When people just see a twerky unicorn on the internet, they're like, I thought of you. Thought of you. <laughs> yeah. Like, girl, like, mm-hmm. yes, I love it. But those things, like, you're allowed to be all of it. Like, I am equal parts. I always say I'm equal parts of boxing and yoga because I love boxing. Yeah. But I also love breath work. I'm equal parts, like, twerk and Mumford and Sons because yeah. I go back and forth. I'm equal parts extroverted and introverted. And the minute that you start to identify, and so I think that you're allowed to be whatever you choose to identify yourself as, or you choose to embody, and you're allowed to share as much as you want and not share as much as you want. But the moments where you are dishonoring yourself in a way where you're like, I feel called to share this, but I'm scared of judgment. Yeah. That is not you being quote unquote shy. That's you being afraid of judgment. And that's okay. Yeah. Just honor that and be like, I'm scared shitless and either do it anyway or wait till the momentum is strong enough for you to be able to back yourself up. And I think for so many people that like work in a corporate environment, that's where they get stuck, right? Because there is this system and you kind of don't want to go outside the box because you don't have the control over it, right? And like these are the people that pay your bills and like they are responsible for whether you advance. So you're molding yourself into what you think will move you forward even if that's not authentically you totally which it rarely is yeah totally and um I've never worked like totally in a corporate environment but I have worked in office environments and stuff and there's very much this idea that like you don't want to stand out yeah but you want to be seen yeah it's like you want to stand out but you don't like you don't want to stand out but you want to be seen and I feel like that also comes from this like people pleasing mentality and I would just wonder like Someone experiment with this or something if you feel called to. But I just wonder what would happen if you walked in and you were ruthless in the pursuit of your own passion. Like ruthless in the pursuit of your own happiness. Well, women get called bitches. or Like like that's... Yeah, yeah, that's the problem is like you want to be true to yourself, but you know there's going to be backlash. Totally. So here's the thing that we need to do is we need to back ourselves up and back each other up to the point where... Even if there's backlash, because there always will be, yeah. we don't budge. Yeah. So it's like you are backing yourself up to the point where you're like, I know myself. I always say, know yourself, know your shit. Yeah. Because, for example, for me, oh my God, this is so funny. So I was literally, so I still get backlash all the time. So I'm totally not immune. Um, so I was walking down the street and I'm wearing a little crop top and like, I'm a curvy girl and this chick on the street was like, that's fucking disgusting. She did not. Yeah. Like and I just today, just today I was walking and I just parked and I looked at her and I was like, wow. Okay. So this number one has nothing to do with me. Like yeah. it really doesn't like, I like hot as hell right now. Guys, <laughs> like, number yeah. one, I'm rocking this crop top. But number two, it's like, 
whoa, number one, that has nothing to do with me. And number two, I know myself and I know my shit enough to not have that affect me. And it's the times that we allow things to like really touch on these points where, and it's just feedback, right? So if you, this is the thing, if you were like, Danielle, you look like a frying pan. If I was like, oh my God, how did you know? Like clearly I have something in me that thinks on some level or has been trained on some level to believe that I'm a frying pan. Yeah. If someone says that my stomach is gross, honestly, that affected me for like 0.5 seconds because I've dealt with so much body image shit in my mm-hmm. life and I've worked through and healed a lot of it. Like I was on <coughs> Jenny Craig when I was 10 or 11. Yeah. Like I have been dealing with shit for a really long time, but I've gotten to this place where I know that what people say about my body is nothing about who I am. Because think of it this way. You wake up on the right side of the bed. You wake up and you're having a great day. You hear your favorite song. You're doing stuff that you love. You get to the Tim Hortons line or the Starbucks line and you're like, no one's there. Maybe someone is there. They pay for your coffee. It's the best day ever. Are you going to actively go out and insult someone? No. You're going to be like, you're fucking awesome. You're going to be like, I just want to hug strangers and run around naked because it's such a good day, right? But if you have this energetic and emotional capacity where you feel like you're torn down, you feel like you suck or you're stressed out or whatever. Not only are you going to let things that people say affect you so much, but you're going to be in this place where you're like eye for an eye. You're acting from a wounded place and you're like ready to fucking fight no matter what. So that's that like energy gremlin that (laughs) that you mean, right? And it's like when you don't fill your cup or you don't back yourself up or you don't actively pursue who you are and your passions and what you believe in. And you don't take that time every single day getting to know yourself every single day, your own self-discovery. It's so easy to be like, someone calls me a bitch and I believe it because the world has told me that I am one or that I'm too much. So I get, I'm too much a lot. I get that I'm too loud. And I also thought that I was stupid for like up until last year. I was sitting on my book that I'm writing Mm -hmm. for a year and a half because I got C's like always in English class unless I did a video essay, but I was not someone who could listen to the rules and play by them and write essays based on this like rubric. I would do a lot of creative writing. So anything else, I would get C's and I would also be the super bubbly like jokester. And I, I had this belief based on what people said to me all the time. So I'd have people be like, oh, honey, like, oh, da-. like I'd make a joke and people would think that I was like really serious. Yeah. And they'd think they would discredit my intelligence all the time. So I was like, OK, the only way that I can teach voice is if I get a master's because no one's going to believe me or no one's going to follow, even though I've been doing it for eight years. Yeah. And I've been doing it at a professional level (laughs) too. And I've been teaching and all this stuff. It's like, no one's going to believe me unless I have a little piece of paper telling me that I'm smart or no one's going to buy from me or think of me as a business owner or ask me to be a keynote speaker unless I'm really serious and I wear blazers or no one's going to take me seriously unless I stop joking around. And so these parts of who I was, I like put, pushed down so hard and convinced myself, I'm not a writer. I'm not smart enough to be a writer. Um, I'm not going to go for these certain opportunities because people are going to think that I'm too much or too dramatic yeah. or too, or not taking things seriously enough or whatever. Right. And the point of it is like, there's always going to be things telling you who to be. There's always going to be things telling you how you need to show up. There's always going to be things in corporate environments and stuff like that. Yes. There's pretty strict rules just like how, when, and, and I was talking before we went on this 
about how professionalism is completely subjective based on the industry that you're in. So maybe professionalism for your work environment or your career environment is, okay, so you have to wear XYZ. So when I was a makeup artist, like you have to wear black all the time. Okay, fine. Then I'm going to wear obnoxiously bright lipstick and dye my hair. Okay, you have to wear blazers. Okay, then I'm going to wear the brightest fucking blazer there is because this is who I am. And it's like fiercely in the pursuit of your own passions and who you are. And someone who I really love who does this really beautifully in her all her work that I think is so inspiring is Mindy Kaling. Yeah. I love her, but you think of her and even the stuff, like I don't know if you read her books, but I highly, highly recommend. Yeah. But she would go into these environments where she did not fit in, where there was so many rules or all that stuff, and she stayed true to who she was, and she has created so much opportunity. And you're going to yeah. get that backlash until, and it's kind of like a pendulum swing, where the minute that you start swinging in the one direction, it, there's going to be some resistance before mm-hmm. it ends up swinging the other way and starts like evening out. And I feel like in my life, it's just starting to even out. Like I dealt with so much backlash in the beginning, and then there was none. And then there was backlash. And then there was none. Yeah. And someone yelled at me on the street about my gross stomach, apparently. Right? And then there's none. And it's just until it levels out and you just are so grounded in who you are that no one can fuck with you. Not because you, quote, unquote, don't give a fuck. Yeah. But because you give so much fucks about your own well-being and therefore the well-being of everyone else. Yeah. I love that. And it's, oh, yeah. Okay. So speaking of the rules, uh, we've kind yeah. of talked about a corporate environment but for those of us who are entrepreneurs whether it's like full-time or a side hustle or whatever and you're using social media to share that message with the world yep there are so many freaking rules that we're told about right yeah and and i think because like communications isn't necessarily like the background for most people right like you this is your service or this is your product and that's the shit that you know really well how to communicate it to the world is not necessarily what we know well. So we turn to the experts and we're like, tell me how to share this message. And they give you rules that, you know, I think we sometimes try and follow and it doesn't work for us. So what do you say? Um, are there any rules that do work? Are there things, what should we break? Or how do you, I mean, we talk about authenticity, but how do you authentically share yourself in a way that's comfortable and yet get sales. Yeah. This is a big, like, wrapped up question for you. Yes, I love it. And I can totally riff on it and then ask me any follow-up if I don't get to kind of like what <laughs> yeah. the pinpoints are. But for me, I believe that rules are completely subjective. Like, people just make shit up and then you, you follow that and you're like, oh, this is what I need to do. But I also believe that you need to take a litmus test of what's working in your life. So you need to take a litmus test of, like, I go, and it's totally cool because the people who are probably going to be really following the rules are probably in their first five years of business-ish. Mm-hmm. And they've watched like 18 million webinars and or like have watched people's Instagram lives and all that stuff. And they're trying so hard to make themselves fit into that style of teaching. So what you end up doing is you follow this person and you start to implement these strategies and they're not working or they don't feel good. Yeah. So you start to think, well, shit, something's wrong with me. Yeah. Well, oh my God, maybe I'm not extroverted enough. Yeah. Maybe I'm not funny enough. Maybe I'm too funny. Maybe I'm like too high energy. Maybe I say like and um too much. Like that's clearly the issue. The issue has nothing to do with me being able to change what I'm learning or take a different course or do whatever. It's about me and everything that I am, right? And we are so good at human beings 
to like shame our own humanness. Like we're so good at it. We're like, guys, we got this. I could make myself a spiraling mess in a second. Like, don't worry about it. But what we need to do is we need to actively, just like if you were in post-secondary or university or you're in high school or whatever your education is, think of it this way. Or maybe you're even at an ice cream shop. It's like, you're going to try these different flavors until you're like, oh my God, I just fucking love chocolate mint. I love it, right? I'm going to go every time and get that. And then you're like, maybe I'm going to try something new. And then you try something new and you're like, ooh, that's a really good flavor. Or even like courses. You're going to take a class with a with a teacher and you're going to be like, okay, I'm bombing this class. It either has something to do with what they're teaching or how the teaching style is. And you're going to have to drop that class or you're going to have to go shift it and switch it for a different course or something like that. And you take these moments of, I take it like your litmus test, but you're like dipping your toes in these different waters to feel what you want to dive into. And so when you are taking a course and you're learning from a mentor, it's not about like, they know their shit. They're like, I'm going to teach this because this is what I feel is my thing yeah and it's not your job to try to mold yourself to that teaching it's your job to kind of dip your toes in and be like oh this really works for me or this doesn't work for me or this style really works for me or i've taken courses where i take them and i'm like okay i understand the gist of it but i'm just not in the energetic capacity to receive what they're teaching because i don't get it yet like i'm either really really stressed out and i took this course as a quote-unquote like I don't know, safety net or whatever of please save me, right? Like, oh God, I need it. And then I take it and I'm like, well, this sucks. I don't know what they're teaching me. I don't get it. And then a year later when I'm in a really good emotional place, I'm like, oh shit, this makes sense. Like I remember that one thing that that one person said that one time, or I have moments where I hated certain classes in university. And it's so funny because I hated it because I'm like, I just want you to tell me I'm good enough. And they wouldn't, they were just like, I'm going to let you like validate yourself. I was pissed. (laughs) I was like, I hate this. Just tell me I'm awesome. And then I recently went to a workshop with my old professor. I went to the national voice intensive workshop and I was like, Don, this is the best because we went around the room and everyone's like, I'm here because I want to learn how to hit this note. And then someone else was like, I just want to breathe better. And then it got to me and I'm like, no offense anyone, but I don't give a fuck about what any of you guys think. I love you, but I don't care. And then I turned to Dawn, my old professor. And I was like, and this is so liberating because I'm not trying to get a grade from you. So I get to actually experience this. <laughs> yeah. And so I did and it was life changing. And then after she came and hugged me and she's like, see, this is what I've been trying to get you to do for so long. And I'm yeah. like, oh, but I, I didn't think I was good enough, so I couldn't. So when you're doing these strategies and these rules and you're listening like, oh, okay, algorithm and blah, 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 and, and how many hashtags I do I need, algorithm. right? And like, how many hashtags do I need? And like, how many times a day should I post? And I just say, follow what works for you because it will work. Like your success is inevitable. Yes, social media will always change and there's quick little wins that you can get before it changes again, Yeah. but your energy is first. Your energy and knowing yourself and knowing your shit comes first and foremost. You'll notice that like sometimes I post every day. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. Sometimes I am always on Instagram story and I never post on my Instagram. Sometimes I'm in my Facebook group constantly. Sometimes I take a couple days off. Some days I'm always on Facebook, like my personal page. Sometimes I'm on my business page. Whatever is working for me personally in that moment is perfect because that's where my energy is going to be 100% a fuck yes. Yeah. And the potency of that energy is 110 million percent more potent than me being like, fuck, I got to post again, right? And just being like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Because <laughs> when you bullshit things and you People bullshit your message. Yeah. And also it's fucking confusing. Yeah. Like, have you ever tried to be like, it, it's, I, I equivalent 
oh my god i'm trying to use that word again i don't even know what it is anyways one day i'll go home and i'll be like that's the word that's the word um anyways but it's essentially like when you were writing an essay or something like that and you're like oh shit it's gonna be like 300 words but all i have to say is i'm having a great day like over the horizon, there was Dost me who was it is uh, like, and you're like, what the fuck are you trying to say, right? Yeah. And that's essentially when we try to really, I call it like you have a kink in your hose. Mm-hmm. So you turn on your hose of inspiration, but you have like this huge kink. So there's like all this pressure buildup. Yeah. And you like can't get the water out because you like, you're literally, you have this hose wrapped around your own arm and you've chained yourself to it. Yeah. And you're like, why isn't it working? And then you just keep like turning the hose on and turning the hose on till there's so much pressure on your message and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So no one can understand you because you can't communicate your feelings. It's like if I was trying to tell you something really difficult but like I didn't want to hurt your feelings, but I was like trying to like kind of get my point across. But yeah. I'd be like, um, so <laughs> there was like um this one time that like um as uh, and then right, and you're like just, just get out to it, yeah, yeah. just get to <laughs> it, yeah. And that's how people are gonna feel with your message. Where sometimes, and th- that's where I highly recommend if you're a batch content person, yeah, batch that content. I have no when you're feeling that yeah. inspiration when it's flowing nice. Totally without a kink, without a kink in the hose, unkink yeah. your hose, yo, like <laughs> unkink it. And for me, I am definitely an in-the-moment person. Like, I have to post in the moment. I've tried the schedulers. I've tried having my assistant post for me. I've tried all those things. I love personal connection. So I want to be the one that I want to be the touchstone. Eventually, I probably will get so busy to the point where, like, I can't, like, energetically hold that and do that. But right now, I love being the touchstone. Yeah. So do whatever floats your boat. But for me, even, it's like, I will post eight times a day and then I won't post for two days and I don't the biggest thing is I don't shame myself. So it works for you if you don't shame yourself. But also if you're like, I fucking love algorithms, do it. If you're like, I love social media, do it. Like I've never met the I love algorithms person. Oh my God. I have do some... they exist? Yes, they do. And a lot of them are social media managers oh. <laughs> or they like work on social media. Like one of my friends is a hashtag queen. Her name is Courtney Schulberg, I think is how you say her last name, but it's like SJ or whatever. Anyways, if you search up the hashtag queen, you'll probably come along here. She's amazing. But she is obsessed with searching hashtags and she has like a membership for hashtags and she knows how the hashtags work and blah. And I'm just like, God, that sounds boring to me. But to her, she loves it. She revels in it. If that's you, yeah, go forth, young butterfly and fly away <laughs> and do your thing. But for me, it's like, nah, I just want to talk to people. So how can I do that more? And that's perfect. Learn from the mentors that inspire you, not because they've hit a milestone goal or not because they have a Lamborghini or not because they have more followers than you. Find someone who lights your soul on fucking fire. Follow them. Make sure you connect to them. Yeah. Make sure you love hearing from them because then you're, it's like your favorite show. You're going to watch it over and over and over again. Yeah. And you're never going to get tired of it. And it's going to light you up every time. See, that's where with Instagram, I love stories. I love oh, doing too. my own stories. I love watching stories. I fucking hate the feed. The feed feels like the job. Yeah. The stories feels like the connection to me. Totally. But. I'm obsessed with stories. And then once in a while, I'll be like, oh, I just have to write this and post it. Right? Yeah. Like, And then I'll go through things. Or since I've been writing my book, I'll go through like writing moments where I'm like really fired up about a topic but I don't fully understand because it's going gonna go be going through its first edit like this month mm-hmm. that's super scary um super fun but super scary yeah but 
I am adding to it now and adding to certain chapters and like just getting everything out. So yeah. if we cut away, we cut away, but they're all the information is there. And there's moments where I'm like, I want to talk about this, but I don't know how to yet. Yeah. I'm going to write like eight posts explaining my point and I'm going to post them on Facebook and stuff like that, get feedback. And when people, I'll see what people respond to and what people don't, not to validate my own insecurities yeah. or validate my own like ego. I'm not like, how many likes did this get? But I'm like, okay, this person said this one really hit home to me. Cool. I'll be like, what hit home for you? Yeah. And they'll say blah, 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 blah. Or I'll post it in my experience group and be like, hey, this is something that I want to talk about in the book. What does that bring up in you? Yeah. Like ask me questions. Let me like flush this out because for me, it makes sense, but I want to make sure that we're connecting over this. So yeah. that's how I come up with a lot of my content. If you read it and you're like, this feels like it's like a diary entry. Probably yeah. is just in my notes app on my phone and I just put it on the interwebs for you. Yeah. Well, and it's like following the signs of life, right? Like what is connecting for people? Yeah. But remembering that like, this is not a shame. You are not this thing. It yeah. is part of you. It is not your whole identity. Yeah. You're not broken. Yeah. Like, and you're fluid. You are made of water. You get yes. to be all of it all the time. Because that's the thing I talk about with stress reduction a lot is that like when you are tied, when your identity is so tied to something, yes. that's where stress really goes up. Because I think of like my corporate job after university and I was like, this job is me. This is what I do. Yeah. Therefore, if I'm good, it's validation. If something goes badly, I'm a horrible human being. I have never been on the kind of stress roller coaster like I was when I tied my identity to that job. Now, I kind of think of that often now because I'm like, well, I'm an entrepreneur. This job is still me, but I think I've grown enough to realize that it's like, same like you're saying, like fluid, water. There are elements of this that I still have to learn that are still growing. And if this business fails or whatever, it's not the end of the world. It's not my identity. It's not, I am made up of so many different things. Whereas before I like all the eggs in one identity basket. I love yeah. that. And I think that's huge. Like what you said, everyone rewind, listen to that. <laughs> it was so good because it's true. And a lot of entrepreneurs, even I started to do that. I'm like, this is my entire identity. And it wasn't until I started realizing, cause I'm writing a chapter on identity and yeah. I had to like break that down because I'm a speaker and I'm a now an author. And also I'm a teacher. Like I still go yeah. into schools. I still do residency artists. Like I still teach sometimes. And then I'll you also don't swear in front of the small children. I don't though. swear in front of small children. <laughs> I have a very colorful vocabulary. Um, and people always ask me like, why do you make up these words? And I'm like, because I can't swear in front of the kids. <laughs> so I'll be like, sup kidlets. Like I'll call them kidlets. And they're like, oh, I love this. And I'm like, I, I just love the expression of making up words and all that stuff. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I definitely do not swear in front of kindies. Um, but I call them kindies. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what up littles? I love you guys. Um, yeah. So that identity thing is so huge though, because I even talk about your brand is not curated. Like you don't have to curate shit. You yeah. really don't because your brand is just a vibrant expression of your soul. You are painting that out into the world, but you, all the paints are like within you. But when you sell this painting, you're not selling the paints with it. It's just an extension of that. So yeah. the artist, they created that, but once it's gone, it's not like someone has an artist hanging in their home with like with this painting. It's like that would be super so creepy. It's like, so creepy, right? And like so creepy and so limited because only one person could have that one artist at yeah. one time, right? Like it makes more sense to just allow it to be an expression of who you are as opposed to who you are. And yeah. I think that's something that I'm also still relearning is that I get to be all of it all the time. Cause even I used to not talk about because I started 
as yeah as like a health coach and then a business coach and then a content creator coach and then all these different things self-love coach and all this stuff until I really really found the grounding of who I was but each time I went through that I would like hyper identify myself with that one thing so when I was a business coach I didn't talk about my background as an actor or a makeup artist or anything I was like if people know then I have to like dissolve my business (laughs) like no one can know and then when I shifted it people would be always be like when I started talking about that I used to work as a makeup artist, people used to say, do makeup tutorials. And I would get so <laughs> mad. Like, you guys have to search up. On my YouTube, there's this woke as fuck makeup tutorial because everyone kept asking me to do a makeup tutorial. So I was like, fine, I will. But I do the entire thing with crystals. And I'm just like, oh, like, this is my aura. I got this at the farmer's market. We're going to use it to blend my eyeshadow. It's a disaster, but enjoy. Um, but I started to do that stuff because it was like, kind of resisting this idea that because when I got triggered it was because I thought people were telling me who I was but no one can tell you who you are if you know yourself and you know your shit no one can tell you who you are you know who you are but the moments where you have to like like anchor into these different identities and you're like who am I what is life and people lose their voice and that's why people lose their voice yeah like emotionally energetically and physically because when you you can lose your voice in a week without even talking because you're going to certain events. Like I realized when I, and this is just a self-discovery. It's always a self-discovery. So this past week I was at, um, I'm on the board of directors for like the housing complex that I live at. And so I'm an emerging leader. And so I was in Ontario at this like huge national event. I barely talked and I had no voice at the end Mm -hmm. because yes, it was interesting. And yes, I'm super passionate about things, but I had so much resistance because any resistance vocally, guys, just heads up. If you lose your voice, if you have vocal tension, all that stuff, anything besides like being actually sick. But if you're exhausted or all that stuff, mm-hmm. vocal tension is just emotional tension. So a lot of people will be like, oh, I hate my voice or I hate the sound of my voice on a playback. It has yeah. nothing to do with the sound of your voice. Your sound of your voice is just like how long your vocal folds are and how they smack together with air. Like that is it. It's because you can hear your own emotional turmoil behind it. Mm-hmm. So it's connected it's interesting. to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would never have made that connection before. That's fascinating. Yeah, that's super cool. <laughs> I have a very strange random tangent to go on just because Please it's do. not leaving my brain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were talking about makeup tutorials, how they irritate you. Yeah. Like, I don't watch them often unless I literally just need to learn something. What the fuck was this, like, battle that was going on on oh YouTube between God. these two YouTubers? Like, this has nothing to do with this conversation I'm right now. But I'm like, yeah. who that like... I watch them and I'm like, I don't know who these people are, but I watch like two hours of these people's like emotional. find out what was going right? on. Oh my God. I'm embarrassed to admit that I was obsessed with that. And I was teaching junior high kids that week. And I was like, guys, I know about <laughs> the James trials thing. Like, let's discuss this. And it's so funny because we were, we had a conversation. So I was talking to grade nines and we went in and it was telling your stories was the, was the residency that I was doing with them. So we ended up talking about like, what's your story? What's your identity? This is a shit that I love talking about yeah. with entrepreneurs and like, kids. Like yeah. I love it. And it's really interesting because these junior high kids are trying to find their identities right now, but it's the exact same shit that comes up with these, the people that have like a six figure business and are like rocking it online. Same fears, like the yeah. exact same shit that I talk and I love it. It's, I, and I could talk about that all day long without losing my voice because it's just like a flow, yeah. right? But anyways, I go in and we're talking about these like these two YouTube stars and one of the things I said, what are you most afraid of, you guys? Like what what's mm-hmm. the biggest fear? And a lot of them were like judgment and people like thinking like misunderstanding us or thinking we're like this. And one of the girls said gossip. 
And I was like, oh, tell me more. <laughs> and one of the other guys was like, well, gossip is petty. And I'm like, yeah, but how many of you guys know about the James Charles thing? Everyone put their hand up. And I was like, you want to know why? We're obsessed with watching each other be human beings. Yeah. Like, we're like, ah, oh, that part. Like, have you ever sat at a doctor's office and you just, like, someone is eating a banana in a weird way and you're like, how does your brain work? Really? Like, what is that? <laughs> or you watch reality shows and someone says something weird and you're like, how does your brain yeah. work? Like, what? We're obsessed with watching each other just live our lives. Yeah. And so it's so funny when people say, like, how do I be authentic online? And I'm like, you could literally sit there. Like, think of how many things are on the internet that are so fucking weird. Like, the eating thing. I don't know what it's called, but... ASMR. Like so weird. Like my friend is obsessed with those, and I'm like, yeah. why? You just literally watch people eat. If someone will watch someone eat for 45 minutes yeah. into a microphone, someone's gonna fucking watch you talk about your soul's work. But they find it re like relaxing. That's where I'm like, yeah. Oh, just and some and that's the thing too is like some people will love it, some people will hate it. But even yeah. like the gossip of like the makeup guru, some people love it, some people hate it. So it's so funny when people. Back, going back to yeah. identity because it's all connected yeah, yeah, yeah. guys it's all connected but it's so true that like when you link up your entire identity into what you're doing you're gonna be like uh oh, only two people watched my facebook live therefore like, i suck therefore i suck yeah. when someone's like oh my god i could watch this 18 times and they probably do yeah. without you even knowing i've had people come actually every single client that i've had messages me and is like, I've been following you for years yeah. and I, I'm obsessed and all I do in my spare time is watch your stuff and here's, I want to pay in full to your highest program or something. And I'm like, what? I've never heard from you before, like, ever. I've never seen your face ever before. Yeah. Like, I don't know who you are. Or even you were like, I've been following you for months. I was like, you have? Like, like what? <laughs> what is life? Like, well, no. I figured you didn't know all like 2,700 of your followers personally. Yeah. Well, Just I figured it's so funny like, though, because when people follow, like when people follow me, this probably makes me sound psychotic, but when people do follow me and I get that notification, I'll go to their profile and I'll just like kind of like yeah. creepily get to know them. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Oh, cute. Okay. And I'm like, that's creepy if I reach out or do anything. But I'm like, that's cute. Now I know that that yeah. person's there. And some people will come up to me at events and like, it was the weirdest part when it first happened. And I was like, this is super weird. Yeah. I'm like, does anyone does this know make me? an influencer? Well, it's so <laughs> funny because I'm like, oh God, like the shit that I say on the internet, I'm like, oh shit, people actually are listening. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. But I was sitting at, I think it was a YYC girl gang event or whatever. Right. And I was sitting there and I knew no one. And I was talking to um, Chantal, because I'm friends with Chantal and she's one of the like peoples that runs it. And there was like three people sitting on the chairs. And I'm like, okay, like this is weird. And they were waiting for me to stop talking to Chantal so that they could talk to me. And I was Aww. like, that is the cutest thing ever. And it's so funny to me because... I was like, dude, like you're more than welcome. Just interrupt me. Just be like, Danny, shut up. What's up? Like, hey. Yeah. Like, but it's so funny how much they remembered about who I was. And yeah. so after that moment, I'm like, I would like to know everyone. And I would say in advance, I'm like, yeah, just come hang out with me. Cause it's just like, you know so much about my life because I'm so open to sharing about it. But I want to know about you. Like, I want to know yeah. how I've impacted you. I want to also know not even just how I've impacted you, but like, I want to know what your favorite color is. Yeah. Like, I want to know who you are. That's what I find with stories. Like when you can see like how many people watch your stories and it's fairly consistent. Yeah. For me. Like, I know there's always a certain number and it's like, why do y'all never talk to me? Cause you watch it consistently, but I'm mm -hmm. like, tell me things. I want to know things. Yeah. And like you ask questions, but people are like, Oh no, I shouldn't. Or like, I'm yeah. too shy to respond. And it's like, 
dude, you watch my stories every freaking day. Come talk to me. Yeah, I like, love it. And I'll like actively reach out. Like I am totally the person that I'll watch people's stories and then I'll like reach out and be like, hey, what's up? Like, oh my God, or I, I thought of this. Or because people are listening and a lot of people think if no one responds to that little tag that says like, ask me a question. Yeah. But no one's really listening. Everyone is really listening. Like the amount of times people. Yeah. I'm like, you had sound on. Even my boyfriend. I'm like. He'll, they'll they'll comment and be like, oh my god, yes, like answer the question. I'm like, you listen to that? That's so what Or yeah. this is the best when I'm with him and I'm like, can you not listen to me? He's like, I want to know what you said today. I'm like, can yeah. you? That's so weird. But people are always listening, and the more consistent you are with asking questions too. Yeah. I was even sitting in the airport last week, and all I did, and a lot of times I'll be like, hey, what do you want to know? What do we, What do you want to know from me? Like, what do you want to hear from me? Sometimes I get zero. Sometimes I get one. Yeah. Sometimes I get someone personally messaging me. Sometimes I get people yeah. messaging me on Facebook because I have it linked. So, sometimes it's like no one though. And that's fine. And you got to make it mean nothing about you because it's just yeah. like nothing. Even someone might have questions and they're too scared to, like you yeah. said, reach out. But I literally had, I want to say 10 or 15 people respond. I've yet to get to those questions and I will probably do that this week. But I was yeah. like, holy shit, I was not expecting that at yeah. all. But one thing that I've also been preaching for people who it's really hard for them to get engagement, if you want your audience to ask you better questions or to respond better or to tell you better answers, ask better questions. Okay. Because that one was that whole thing to get people to respond to the ask me anything. I asked, all I said was like, okay, let's play a game. Number one, what are you most afraid of? Judgment from your family or your friends? And they would be like, okay, click through. Okay, what, what are you most afraid of? Judgment from your family or a stranger yeah and they click through and then I was like okay what are you like most excited for when you hear validation from this person or this person yeah, I did and this just, one. yeah. yeah totally yeah. right and it was so funny because I saw the numbers climb like yeah. I saw I saw the first one a couple people responded yeah. the second one bunch of people responded the third one a bunch of people responded and then I went back later in the day and the people who responded to the end one started the beginning again to respond to them and then I got so many questions when I just said okay yeah. cool now ask me whatever like free for all yeah and it's you have to Prime just people. be consistent yeah. yeah and just be consistent and also just ask better questions if you're like I teach on confidence and you ask someone where are you most confident some people are gonna be like I don't fucking know I don't yeah. feel any confidence yeah but if you're like like, what's your favorite color to wear? What makes you feel super sexy? Someone might be like, purple or red or whatever. Yeah. Or it's just asking better questions to prime people to be okay with sharing their hearts. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Girl Tries Life podcast. If you enjoyed it, I would love, love, love if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave it a rating and a review. It makes such a difference to finding great guests and uh, people sharing the news about the podcast. So if you do that right now, before you do anything, just hit pause and leave us a rating review. I would so appreciate it. Now, as promised, if you go to today's show notes, girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast dash one, two, three, you will find a link that will get you the get off your ass and into your life program for only 45 US dollars. Now it's going to expire on September 15th. So you have limited time. I would get in there soon. So if you sign up for this now, you're getting over 75% off the program. It is huge savings. You've got to sign up before September 15th. I will remind you next week, but I hope you just go ahead and do it right now. Have a great week and uh, listen in again. Make sure you're subscribed so that you don't miss part two with Danny Drioso. Have a great week. Mm-hmm.